This is Moonshine and Music with Joe Shelton. Wait a minute, that's me. Anyway, we're going to bring you some inspiring songwriters, musicians, and maybe some side challenges and other stuff around the music industry. So stick with us right now, because the show is coming your way. Woo! Moonshine and Music starts right now. All right. Welcome to Moonshine and Music. We're here today with Joel David Weir. How are you doing, man? I'm doing doing all right, man. It's great yeah. to be here. Oh, well, I'm yeah, glad yeah. to have you on the show. I, um, uh, you know, a good friend of mine said that I should have you on the show, oh, uh, Ben Cannon. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, went, I went and listened to some of the music, and I was uh-huh. like, yes, we definitely have to have him on the show. Oh, great, great. Yeah, yeah. So it's real good to have you here. It's Thanks. really nice yeah. to see you in person today. Absolutely. Um, so what, where where are you uh, hailing from uh, currently? I am hailing from the uh, the teeming metropolis of Crawfordsville, Indiana. Oh so, wow! Yes, a busy busy place, right? It is. Yeah, yeah twelve you know. people in a tractor. <laughs> and... Oh now, come on. <laughs> we do. We have an award winning brewery there now, so that yeah. has changed everything. Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, I like going out there because turkey runs out there. Yes. And yes. Was, that is what uh, we we I'm, do have. That a huge fan. Of course, the summertime that kills that. Right. Um, and my uh, my son was a swimmer, so I've been out there a few times because they had uh, big swim meets uh-huh. at the gigantic yes. pool yep. that's out there. Yep. So uh, had to stay overnight a couple times. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, a Super Eight, I think. There or is Motel Six or yeah, Super Eight, uh, one of the other. Yeah, yeah it's We've a got a few room. in that yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we stayed in there, and they still had, and this is like four years ago, they still had. The tube TVs, with like, you know, where you could buy like a Nintendo game on to, to play on the yeah. tube, it's like old like eighty five, nineteen eighty five yeah. TVs. We're just trying to be hipster, and it, like, <laughs> they wanted like twenty eight dollars to play Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and I was like, what the? <laughs> the room didn't cost twenty eight dollars here at the Motel Six Eight, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Sure thing. <laughs> so, it's kind of funny. It's like you guys are like a loss leader. We'll give you a place to sleep, but if you want to watch TV or play a game, yeah, you know, you're, you, you, you're gonna pay, and you're gonna see it on this like screen. Greeny TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Anyway, stupid Crawfordsville story. Let's get back to you. <laughs> sure. Um, what? <laughs> what? Um, uh, how old were you when you started playing some uh, tunes? Did you learn to play as a kid, or? Uh, no, I, I mean, I always loved music. I would say that I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing air drums, and uh, since I was a kid, since I can remember, right. listening to records and just just uh, it, wanting to play music, loving it, it just being in my you know in my soul. But uh, I, uh, my dad bought me a. Uh, a Yamaha acoustic guitar from Service Merchandise when I went to college, and uh, and I started learning chords there, and uh, mainly from uh, tablature books of I don't know Pearl Jam ten, and you know I mean it was a night it was it was it was the early nineties, so you know it was uh, I was learning that kind of stuff, and uh, and guys on my floor teaching me songs, and then we pretty quickly started writing though like almost if if I could learn three chords to write songs that's what I wanted to do so where'd you go to college 
I went to Taylor University for, for two years. Oh, up um, there with Ivanhoe's, the ice cream place. Yes, correct, Fabulous, man. correct, yeah. I mean, I got stuff about all these places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <We> can go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the, the, there were, the late night party at Ivanhoe's, is that how uh, Taylor went? Or It doesn't seem like a party school. <laughs> it is not a party school, um, which, is why, which is why, and I actually, I, I look back on it, and I think I'm, I'm grateful for that, we had to be really creative to kind of express ourselves and to do anything rebellious. Mm-hmm. So being in a band, uh, we'd play these underground shows. Uh, there were the there were the official the officially sanctioned shows. Um, right. It's a Christian college, and uh, <laughs> um, and then we would do like the underground shows that you you know you had to know about to get to, and they would be in basements, and you know, and they were. Uh, I mean, there, there, it wasn't like there were substances and stuff there, but the music was a little edgier. And, uh, and so... Uh, what was the uh, name of the band that you played in back then? Uh, uh, would-Be Kings. The Would-Be Kings? The Would-Be Kings. Man, that, that could have like a Christian connotation too, <laughs> like, kind of, right? Yeah, you, you know, know. That, that, was, that was me with an acoustic guitar knowing uh, maybe five or seven chords. Uh, my, my roommate, who actually was trained to play jazz piano... Uh, and he held down the bass line, kind of like the doors, you know, where he would do that. And then my, my guy across the hall who always wanted to be a drummer, so that was enough. We uh, <laughs> borrowed a snare drum and we, we, we fashioned this uh, tambourine stand out of a tiki torch and a tambourine. And he, would, he played this really basic rhythm. And, but we, got a, we, got a, we had like a real sound. Like when I think about it, like that, that's some, that was some good stuff. And, and, the, and people at the college loved it. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, that's great. I yeah. mean... Um, the the would be kings playing on a crown, basically, <laughs> something like that, something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did you grow up in Crawfordsville also? I did. I did. So, and you Born went back to where you came from, huh? I did. I did. Uh, I spent four years in Pennsylvania. Other than that, uh, no, yeah, it's always been Crawfordsville. Oh, that's cool. I mean, um, yeah. it's good to know where you want to be. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you? I, I know you get around and play. You play mm-hmm. more in, in than just Indiana circuit, right? You, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how, how many shows you play last year? I guess. I should totally know that, but I would say uh, on an average, I'm doing about probably doing about six shows a month if I average it out. Some are a right. lot more, and some are are, are so a lot 60, less. So sixty, seventy, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably how many shows I've done. I mean, that's that's good. Yeah, good amount. I've seen your, a good year. Uh, yeah, seen a lot of uh, noise about you on the online and stuff. Oh well, and, you know. Right. So, and and you came and did the indie skyline sessions in downtown, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. That was that was awesome. That was awesome to be a part of that. Um, do you uh, do, do do you feel like when you're in a, a special series or something like that mm-hmm. that it um, it makes you feel good about the shows where you, you know you don't have like yeah. something like you know what I mean? I, I, from mm-hmm. my perspective, mm-hmm. it's like sometimes you'll have a show. You know, you'll play whatever bar you've never played before right. in some town you've never been to before. Yeah. And there's nine guys in there, you know, yeah. and they're halfway paying attention. Yeah. And then, you know, you go the next night maybe and you have to play like something like the Skyline Sessions. Yeah, or, it's you being know. filmed. It's, it's a, you know, you know that it's going to have, you know that it's going to have this, you know, life after audience. it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I, you know, I, I love, I love all of it. I, I think that, um, uh, but I think that the experience of playing the, you know, playing the little places, playing the holes in the wall, and just doing that, 
it it builds for the moment when you have the I don't know you've got the lights are on and and all of that and um, <laughs> uh, to me that that you know it's, over the years it's how I built my confidence to be able to pull it to do be able to do those kind of shows and um, uh, and this last year I'll tell you like in, in working with Ben with uh, Sparkjoy Music that um, you know we, we this is my first year with him and he we're kind of trying to to figure out what's my what's my niche you know I mean every you know the market there's bunch of people playing music right and we can all put our music out there now which is but you, you know you find your niche and it was um yeah before it was how do i get my music to anybody to hear it to hear it and now it's how do i get the right people to hear it yeah <laughs> that are gonna connect with it they're gonna right. they're gonna care and and uh i in conversations with him i started realizing like i i love going to towns like um man i, pl- I play books and brews in muncie and it was the night after i played like I don't know. I would say a hipper spot in a bigger city. Um, I'm not gonna say it because I don't. That was a good show too. But I will say that like, like, that was the one that had all the hype around it. It was fine. And then I went to Muncie and played the Books and Brews, and I remember pulling up and thinking, okay, like, is anybody gonna be here? Like, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, that's just that's how it is. And um, when you're when you're pulling into a town that isn't, and it was fantastic because the people that were there. They cared. They they were there. They wanted to hear music, and uh, man, they like were so kind to me. They invited me to their table to play games with them after the after I played. And I thought, I I, I mean, I'll still play. I'll I still you know try to play the Chicago's and the Cincinnati's and stuff. But <laughs> but but like, I love I love those towns because uh, you know what? People still want to listen to music there. Well, I mean, the, that's the cool thing. Of, I mean, you know, not to uh, toot our horn here as we basically are in a Books and Brews. We yeah, shoot our yeah, show and here, I, and they're really good to our show. But one of the things about Books and Brews that we love um, is that the people that come here are are really friendly. It's just yeah. the, it's the atmosphere that's built by the place. I like so, that. Yeah. So, like, you know, when you you, you said they, I, I've played all of the books and brew stores mm-hmm, pretty much mm-hmm. and and I've always run into really friendly folks yeah even if there's you know only five of them there they're really nice and they will absolutely if you're playing you'd be ready to play what's your meme or whatever because they're gonna they, yeah. they're, they're, they're they'll always invite you to play if you want you know if you want yeah and I've noticed they're, I mean they, they're, they're listening they're listening they're at least listening to the songs and that's what matters yeah. to me you know and uh yeah, I, I love that kind of thing. The other town, I just have to put the shout out. The other, the other city I've absolutely fall, fallen in love with this year is Dayton, Ohio, and I didn't expect that. I, you know, again, it was, it was, it, it's, um, it's just an, it's just a, a really cool place that I found people that cared about. They cared about original music. They cared about a real, a real community, music and art scene there. And so, uh, uh, it's, it's been good to kind of travel around and. I don't know. Maybe find the niche. You know, the places that, the places that have a lot of stories and, uh, but aren't as represented. You know, I feel a real, yeah, real kinship to that. Well, that's really cool. Are you, um, uh, are you feeling like your uh, songwriting has changed since you've been, you know, touring and spreading yourself out a little bit more uh, last year? I don't know. I my writing is um, about. About four years ago, I had an experience that just kind of changed my my approach to writing. At least for now, it could change again. But um, you know, I have an I have a problem with uh, procrastination, 
uh, where I'll, I'll get ideas for songs or whatever, then I'll think, well, once I can get my band together or once I can get some studio, can afford some studio time, well, then I'm really going to do it. And, you know, like I, I was starting to realize like a year will go by and these songs, are, you know, they never got, they never got a chance. And I took a, I took a week one time. I took a, I took a week about, yeah, it was about three or four years ago. And in the closet in my house, I put up one mic and my guitar and I just said, I'll write a song every day and I'll record it that day and I'm not going to overthink it. And it was just an exercise. And I am liking it so much that I, I went back and listened to it. I'm like, I still play those songs live. Those are my, those are the ones I, and, and yeah, later, like on the new album where I actually got studio time, I, I reworked a few of those songs into band versions, but I'd stand by those, like capturing that moment. And so for me to connect it to the going and playing places, I love being able to try a thing out and not overthink it and see what the response is. Um, I tend to write very, uh, you know, not to sound pretentious, I, I tend to write very existentially now. Like just, I'm just gonna capture what's in the air and I'm gonna write it and it's, I'm gonna see if somebody cares. And if they care, then that, that matters. But a few of my songs have evolved um, what they mean. Uh, I wrote them, I think, with probably one thing in mind, but having people come talk to me whether it's in Dayton um, after the after the shooting that happened there, you know, I had a couple songs that I wrote specifically about some losses I had in my life. Um, but then talking to people and how it resonated with them there, it started to mean something else, you know. And so uh, I love that process of because I mean I feel like my a song isn't it's not mine. It's once it's out there, it's <laughs> yeah. I mean. Gets yeah. into the wild. People hear it and that's they hear right. a different thing in it. That's right. Which that's that's those are the ones I feel like when I, when I put mine out there, they're they're the people get that something else out of. That's when I feel like I did my job. Exactly. You know, that's a good sign. Like, I may not have uh, you know like there, there's some stuff. Uh, there's no way to miss, to interpret it any other way. Yeah. But if you yeah. if you write, you know, long enough, you'll write one that. Yep. You know, pe- people come to you. Oh, you know, I really thought about this when I heard that, and you're like, Yes. Really? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what, that's the ones I re- that's the ones I really like. Me right? too. Yep, yep. Um, well, at this point in the show, we do this crazy thing. Um, What's going on here? Well, we we have to bring in the moonshine genie, okay. Brentley Smith. And um, <laughs> if you scoot this way a little oh, sure. bit, I'm gonna make room for. Is, is that? I'll uh, do what you tell me. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so it looks coming. like the genie has uh, acquired a second lamp. Since the last time we saw him yeah. here on the program a few weeks ago. I had a lamp like that in college. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had a lamp like that in college? Was there a genie in it? I can't talk no. about that. Yeah. <laughs> it depends if it was before or after he had used the lamp. Correct. Uh, that's true. Uh, yeah. So, so what's going on here with the dueling lamps? We yeah, get, so uh, I've been having a lot of blackouts when I've been messing with this one. Uh-huh. And I tried to take it back to the flea market, and they wouldn't... Uh, exchange it for me and I said well maybe if I got another one to balance it it wouldn't be so bad but I'm still having blackouts so I don't know but yeah this is the first time like I just got this other one so I haven't done the dual genie thing before I don't know if it'll work stereo genies yeah so uh, you want to talk to the genie sure or genies I can't wait to see how this works. 
Okay, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, okay, what do you want? Wait, what? Stop! Just one! <laughs> okay, I'm the gold genie. <laughs> what questions have you for the gold genie? What? Questions or wishes? Uh, what? What do bad things happen to good people? Can't do that one. We'll see if the, if the silver genie gets it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing ready. Oh, sure, sure, that's fair. That's yeah. Fair. Um. Yeah, we're not top level genies here. <laughs> okay. Like, so okay. we came from a flea market. <laughs> so we need flea market genie uh, wishes and questions. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, gosh, I should be better than this. Uh, well, uh,. What songs? What songs am I gonna play? What songs are you gonna play? <laughs> Yours. <laughs> correct. 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 Yeah. Uh, right. He's really good at trivia too. Yeah. Well, oh, you're really uh, good at trivia. Well, it, not well, not. Virginia, I know all. Virginia. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Brent, he's somewhere, but he won't remember this later. <laughs> that's, that's why we film it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a uh, blackout apparently happening. Did, yeah. Um, who uh, who shot first, Han or Greedo? <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not real. Like this is real life here. Okay, I'm sorry. Star right. Wars this isn't real. This is real life. This is. This is real. It's this amazing. Is real? Do we not exist? Do we not see each other? What is the nature of existence? I mean, you are a genie. Also, a question I can't answer. You're, but right, you're not supposed to ask questions. You, you said you knew all, but you, then all. you. Yes, yeah, so I knew all. I didn't say I could tell, tell all. Oh, I see. You're limited yeah. by what you can tell. Yeah. What is what does a zebra have stripes? Why does a zebra have stripes? Because spots would have been ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this genie is tired. Let's do the other one real quick. Good. Yeah. Okay. You got any wishes? Um, I wish that. Uh, hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> World peace. Too much. Uh, the best I can do is uh, okay, the yeah. neighborhood bully will trip and fall and be in a hospital. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pretty good for for thrift store genie. Right. Flea market. Flea market. I'm sorry. There is a difference. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's not to the level of thrift store. <laughs> what happened? Uh, <laughs> Nothing. You're back. Yeah. It's me. That's why I asked what happened. Like, what's up? Me, I, I, the, the gold and the silver genie happened. You missed it, but you can yeah. watch it on the yeah. show when it comes out. Yeah. You guys the, all should watch too, but you're watching now, so you know this. <laughs> the answers. You're going to find the answers when you watch that later. Yeah. Hopefully I remember them. I don't know if the, the memory wipe is ongoing or what, so I'm still trying to figure out. Okay. You go back to the flea market, maybe you get... And the, the uh, I, I can't wait to see what, what what you get next at the flea market. The silver and gold lamp. Yeah, that's 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 astounding. Yeah, you gotta be careful with genies, though. Mm -hmm. I right. I believe it. Wow. Okay, well, well, I'm gonna go try to figure out what happened. There we go. The well, moonshine genie, plan. Brent Lee Smith. Good to, good to meet you. And Likewise. comedian on a stage near you. <laughs> that was that's fantastic. I didn't expect that. You were, that was unexpected. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> sure. Especially for him, right? He, I know. He didn't right. expect what was going to happen to him. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, what two songs are you going to play today? Uh, I'm going to do a, a, a track from that was originally written on that 
Closet Songs album, but that's on my new my new album, The Last War, my new EP. The um, it's uh, the song's called I'm a Boy, and then I'm gonna do uh, because we've talked about Crawfordsville. I'm gonna sing the song that I wrote about it. Goodness, at this point, it was almost 15 years ago. I wrote a song about it called Worktown, and uh, so it's for. You know, I gotta represent, gotta represent Crawfordsville. So hey, yeah, I, I feel that it's good to represent your hometown. Yeah. I, I'm glad you like my hometown of Muncie. Yeah, so that's, Ye- that's yes, cool. absolutely. <laughs> so we'll be right back on Moonshine Music with Joel David Weir. Thanks, hey man, thanks for coming. Yeah, in. thanks. Hello, Moonshine and Music at Books and Brews. It's good to be here. My name is Joel David Weir. This song is called I'm a Boy.
This next one is a, it's an old song, but uh, I figure that maybe a lot of the folks watching are new to my music, so uh, I figured if you're, if you're watching, you're listening, you're inviting me into your, into your uh, home, so I'm going to sing a song that I wrote about my home. The song's called Worktown.
much happening tonight here in Yorktown. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Not Less Entertainment. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Our producer is Joe Shelton. Our cameraman, grip, and stunt double is Brent Lee Smith. On cameras and all sorts of other stuff, Bailey Shelton. And our staff guru is Brent Schlemmer. Join us each Sunday for more episodes of Moonshine and Music. <laughs>